RHD 107.9 Life. James here with you, joined by a veritable army of announcers today. It's so great to have them all here. Rachel returns. Hey, Rachel, how are you going? I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well indeed. And uh, the band is in the building. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> are the bland still going, guys? Uh, not really sure. Mm. Mm. We've had one practice since school ended, so... Yeah, we'll yeah. see how it goes. <laughs> uh, if you haven't guessed already, that is Taya, of course. Um, uh, Cabra alumni, as is Katie Panton, also here as well. Fantastic to have you here, Katie. Now, you you weren't in the Blands as of the end of last year. Did you do the violin, come on Eileen thing? Did that happen? Unfortunately, no. No? <laughs> no, um, the Blands is always more of a tambourine gig for me. <laughs> I've got to admit, I thought that what you guys did actually publicly like asking her to to do the violin thing that was a bit hard like what's she gonna do she gonna go no that's i'm more of a tambourinist than a violinist (laughs) (laughs) yeah we we kind of put her on the spot i reckon okay did the performance go well though did you do it yeah well um all of i just sorry i just remembered on saint dom's day i probably wouldn't have been i didn't even go to saint dom's day because i was really sick i just remembered that oh well good thing we didn't yeah good thing i wasn't (laughs) in it because i wouldn't have been there yeah so yeah saint dom's day was it's kind of like your big school celebration day pretty much every catholic school has one it's kind of in their um charism or whatever um which one what did you have you had Saint, uh, I don't know if Sacred Heart, but at Marymount and like my primary school, we had Saint Dominic's Day. So it's always a big kind of celebration, lots of stuff, and there's a big concert for Saint Dom's Day. Yeah, and the yeah. Blands being like literally one of the top. What, what are the top two school bands? Yep. yep. It sounds like, top, <laughs> sounds like Flight of the Concords, doesn't it? It's like we yep. are the number two <laughs> band in Cabra. We were actually uh, the headlining act, so. And Come On Eileen was this anthemic song, which yes. is bizarre because it's from like 1981 or something. Yeah. It just kind of like integrated itself into our year level. Yeah. But um, so what actually ended up happening was the Blands did In the Summertime by Thirsty Merc. Yeah. And um, we got all of, not all of them, but a lot of the like musical year 12s to do Come On Eileen together because we thought that was a bit more like representative mm. of... Inclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But um, that band who did Come On Eileen ended up winning best band so you know it, it went well we did we did good we got lots of stuff to talk about uh uni is a big part of all our lives at the moment so we want to have a good whinge fest about that <laughs> my favorite band in the world that is churches you are listening to hd 107.9 life i have my ticket to go over to melbourne to go and see them it's very exciting i don't think for years i've gone over interstate specifically to see a concert me neither haven't me you neither. i've only been to one concert only one Two. I've been to two. Okay. I've technically been to two. One was a festival. Okay. Soundwave before they oh, like shut it down. Oh, I went to Soundwave. <laughs> Sorry. Katie's Soundwave is so cool. Was that the time Paramore played? Or a different time? No. no. We're 2015. Yeah. 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 What was the draw card for Soundwave? Just the fact it was a festival or was there someone there you really wanted to see? A flat boy headland and I stood in the sun for five hours. Same. 40 degree heat. I was pretty much a fallout boy too. Yeah. Right. I was in the barrier. It was the best night of my life. Yeah. See, I've, I've actually got to think about that a little bit more because of going over there and my intention is that I'm going to be right up mm. against the front barrier. But then you've got to like work out going, well, okay, well, that's going to be a full day camp out job and that's not going to be in the sun so I don't have to deal with that but then how do you deal with the fact that you've literally got to stay in one spot you can't go and have a bathroom break you can't go and do everything because you know people are going to be mercenary about it it's 
It's full on. What What are some good survival tactics I should think about, Rachel? You don't. You just <laughs> you just stand there and suffer. You don't survive. Keep hydrated because we had people like it was like 40. that was like the hottest day of the year. Yeah, it was. It was like um really really hot, and there were people like passing out and like getting surf like what's it called when you crowd surf to the front yeah, and yeah, the security passed. guards were, like taking them to like the paramedics because like people were like full on just like passing out from the heat I have big for sound wave I and you do that you definitely lose your spot yeah you pass yeah, out get sent like, back to first yeah. aid that's it all the way back you're like what have I worked all my way up to the front for yeah so just keep standing and keep hydrated yeah, that's yeah. my biggest advice, or else you will have to leave. <laughs> it was like the hottest day of the year, though, so if you go down, you go down. <laughs> that's yeah. the end. We salute you. I'm okay, well, yeah. look, I'm going to be, like, inside, and it's going to be the middle uh, of winter in Melbourne, so mm-hmm. let's face it, it's going to be raining buckets. It's going to be like that Day After Tomorrow movie, like, yeah. literally. That's what Melbourne's like pretty much all the time. Oh. Sorry, I just realised the movie. I've played it in my head. Yeah, yeah. I know the movie. <laughs> it rains a lot. Yeah. I haven't actually seen the movie, but I just know it rains all the yeah, time. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. He is. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that Jake Gyllenhaal is five foot eleven and a half inches, exactly the same height as me? Yes, I did. Did you know that he, his godmother, is Jamie Lee Curtis? I did not know that. Yeah. That's another interesting Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> you guys fact. Got a lot Thank of free you very time much on for your that. Hands. <laughs> I just love laughing Jake Gyllenhaal. Every movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> That's David Getter and Sia. You're listening to HD 107.9 Life. Jess Glynn and Father Rob Galea on the way very shortly. Now, when we get our mic set up here, when we get started, the best thing for us to talk about, generally, to get the levels right is we talk about breakfast because people tend to talk about breakfast in their own natural voice and speech and all that kind of stuff so that's generally what happens taya this morning yours was sort of like a little bit of a table stopper <laughs> it wasn't the usual oh, i had toast oh, i had porridge oh, i had this and i had that tell us a little bit about your breakfast this morning well i had toast but i put butter on it as you do with toast and then i put pizza topper on it as well which is like um herbs and like dried garlic and good tasty stuff well it is really good tasty stuff it's a very savory kind of breakfast yeah you know and we have like um i have that stuff um and i think it's like master foods tuscan seasonings very similar so it's like dried garlic and rosemary and oregano and lots of salt tons of salt yeah. Um, and it's just really salty and, and kind of delicious. And i got to admit, I'm going to say this, every time I cook and I add it to the food, I do do a little one in the hand. And then that that thing that you do when you have something that's like crumbs, you do that thing that looks like, like yeah. your golem from Lord of the Rings when you're trying to eat it out of your own hand. Yeah. That's really gross. I'm sorry. But... Yeah. <laughs> But it's it's lovely stuff. And who was it's I good. talking to? Someone who used to work in the office here also said they did that thing with that, you know, that, um, and I always, I, I say Vegeta, but some people say Vegeta or Vegeta or whatever it is. It's that. Oh, that veggie stuff. Yeah. It's like a, it's a, a powdered Vegeta. stock. Yeah, I yeah. say Vegeta because it's like vegetables. Yeah. Because you wouldn't say vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, mate. Some people would. <laughs> Some people would. Had this big argument once, like, and I'm, I'm full on about this, so I'm just going to jump. Like, people, whenever you're at a supermarket, people go, oh, I'll have some Jalsberg cheese. It's like, give me a break. That's not how it's pronounced. Jalsberg, the J is Oh, silent. yeah. Like, like Yalna. Like, yeah. It's not Jalna yogurt. No. It's Yalna. Oh, I've been, I've been calling it Jalna. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, like, I, I see, and she what she would do is she'd do the same kind of thing. She'd, like, sprinkle that, because um, there's, like, a gourmet... Vegeta <laughs> vegetable stock. I oh, know what the person would say is they would go, um, 
uh, always pushing on the H thing. They'd go, it's pronounced H, not H. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh. So it's H. I said, no, it's H. He goes, no, no, no. It's So H, it makes a H sound. So it starts with H. No. Mm-mm. And I had to think about that. And, you know, you go away. You think you, you could come back with these as fast as it happens. So when I usually tell the story, I usually come straight back with it. But in actual fact, I went away overnight and had a bit of a, an all-night think tank on it. But came back and said, ah, so is W pronounced wobble you? <laughs> no. Because it starts with a W. <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> What's going on? She was saying that... H had to be said as a H with a H yeah. because it makes a H sound yeah. on the page. That's why you say it. That's why it's correct. But W starts with a D. <laughs> okay. God. Also, we don't... This is the sort of stuff no. that really matters in my life. No, we don't say letters how they're pronounced phonetically. And when we do, like you're spelling like you're a kid, like you don't go abacadur, it's A, B, C, D. You never say C as in like... C, unless it's like in a word somewhere, but if it starts with C, it's not sat, it's cat. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> totally, man. So that person's just wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and I, I like that you actually said it in a much more academic way. <laughs> I'm here going, wobble you, wobble you. And you're like, oh, it's about phonetics, man. <laughs> I'm very passionate about language. I'll be there for you. That's Jess Glenn. You're listening to RHD 1079 Live. Father Rob Galea, Zedmar and Morris and Gray. On the way, very shortly, Rachel Park. We were talking just before we came on air before. Taya and Katie weren't privy to this conversation, so we're going to fill them in now. I was having a chat with someone last night about TV watching behaviours. Now, this is a thing because my partner and I have had a conversation about this and we've come to the conclusion that we can't actually watch TV programs that we are both really passionate about together anymore. I think this might just be... It just can't happen. No, no, we're going to throw this open to the panel. So when I'm watching a TV program, I'm like full on about going... If it's something I really like, like if it's a TV show I really like, I get really excited by the the theme song, by the credits, you know, like Stranger Things, Game of Thrones, like that. I get really excited by the whole experience of everything from start to finish. And even if it's this long scene where two characters are sitting in silence for, say, 17 or 18 minutes and not saying anything, I've got to see every every second of what's happening whereas my partner's completely different and she will be more like kind of like going she'll go I have to fast forward that I have to rewind that bit I can't jump that I've got to leave the room for this bit it's this really kind of interactive experience whereas I know other people who are there going I can't watch TV without a phone or an iPad in front of me because I've got to be like you know I recognise that person from somewhere I'm going to IMDB them I'm going to I've got to tweet this to so and so oh have you seen this part of this like that Katie you're like you're shifting uncomfortably in your seat tell me I definitely like I like to be immersed I pause things and then I'm like mm, they look really familiar I think like immersion's really important but like I will make a mental list and I have to like Google everything like what like for instance give us an example I was watching a film the other day uh, like a documentary and like they were trying to get like their book published and they're like oh we found this publisher i was like they don't look very legit and then i had to google them and figure out every book they published and i was like yeah they aren't very legit they so do you have your device there with you like do you go if you sit down and watch tv here's the thing rachel this is what i'm talking about like if you sit down and go okay i'm going to watch tv i'm going to watch something okay i've got my apple tv thing right great got that got my normal tv thing right phone yep like do you do a mental subconscious checklist before you even sit down to go, well, I can't sit down and get comfortable without this. No. 
No, I just had my phone next I to feel, me. I feel like I've just written my first thesis where my question was like <laughs> 10 times longer than the answer. Taya, what do you reckon? Um, I reckon it's one of those, it depends what I'm watching. Like, for example, if I'm watching a lighthearted comedy, e.g. Yes, sitcom, yeah. Yeah, like a sitcom like Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something. Like so good, so funny. So good. So I just funny. finished it and like, I just don't know what to do with myself. Anyway, um, so if I, I just say, sit down, put the Netflix on and I might have my phone with me because like, or my laptop, I might be doing some like studying or something at the same time. Um, I might just be on my phone playing a game or something. Um, but then if I'm watching something else like Black Mirror, which is much more intense and you have to be pretty invested into that. Sure. Um, don't know if you've ever watched it. So good. Um, but yeah, you have to be really invested into that to actually like understand conceptually what is happening. Yeah. Um, so then I'm just, I don't like, I don't intentionally put my phone somewhere else. I just don't go on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Middle. HD1079 Life. That's Zed, Marin Morris and Gray here with Rachel, Taya and Katie. Fantastic to have all you guys back again. It really is. Katie, you, we, just before the song finished, you said your dog ate your phone. Yeah. Okay. So is the dog okay? Or is that the wrong question? Should I be saying is your well, phone okay? If we call the phone, will the dog ring? True. <laughs> Good question. Well, like I say like my dog. Sw- <laughs> How would they do that? They have to swallow it whole. Yeah. How well- big is the dog? How small is the phone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like this tiny chihuahua and it's like phone shaped. Well, that's the thing. Like, it sounds like... Oh, my God. Like, I feel like when you say my dog ate my phone, like, people are like, oh, my God, what kind of dog was it? She's a puppy. She's six months old and she's like a beagle. Like, she's this (laughs) tiny little thing. But she's evil. Like, she's insane. So, I... um, Like, I... She's like my baby. I look after her way too much. Like she's just like my actual child. And she has eaten pretty much everything in the house. And we're very careful not to keep anything near her now because she's just very badly behaved, basically. Um, And yesterday um, we have upstairs and downstairs. My bedroom's upstairs and she stays downstairs. We have like baby gates everywhere so she can't get through. And I went... <laughs> really is a baby. Although, just a little bit of an aside here, if you are thinking about going into parenting at some particular point, <laughs> allowing your child, your baby, to eat a phone is probably not going to get you on the front page of Parenting Weekly. Unfortunately not, probably. But, um, no, I had work yesterday and I hate leaving her, but I had to leave her for, like, five minutes to get changed. So I did that. I was, like, upstairs and I heard, like... A bang and I was like oh my god what has she got and I run downstairs and I find her I have like a Samsung Galaxy S7 so it's got a glass back and a glass front they're quite big aren't they yeah they're quite yeah they're quite big they're yeah it doesn't matter but um yeah so I like heard it and I was like oh my god she smashed my phone and oh no like because then when you replace it you have to get both screens replaced and it's a bit annoying but anyway I was like she's just knocked it off but then I saw her and she had eaten the case and then she'd also eaten the corner of the phone like she'd just gone for it and chomped it down it's like not even like the screen is broken like she's eaten into the hardware right so is she okay or is it too early to say at this point no she's fine she's eaten like sounds so bad but she's 
she almost ate a bat for you once. Turns out it is a thing that dogs do, and if you give them milk, they're fine because it like waters down the battery acid in their stomach and it just passes through. <laughs> right. Well, dogs' stomachs are clearly a bit different to ours because we were talking a little bit beforehand about the whole idea of eating an apple on an empty stomach. Yeah. No. Eating a phone battery. <laughs> and how about your phone? Your phone's it, not in the good books either. No, it is completely unusable. And we recently sold, like, my beautiful Nokia E63. So that's, like, my first <laughs> phone. So I can't even put my SIM in that. So I am doing it old school, which, which is... Which is what? Phone, phone booths? I have, yeah, I have a piece of paper in my bag <sighs> and I wrote down my entire bus route. So that's, that's how we're doing it now. Wow. And yeah. do you know people's phone numbers anymore? Is it something that you know or is it something that you basically put in your phone set and forget? So if you need to call anybody... I know my mum's number in my friend's home phone and that's it. <laughs> but my mum never picks up, so I, I normally go to my friend's home phone just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it shouldn't be that. I mean, it'll be fine. Hopefully, like, I'm hoping within the next week I'll be able to sort something out, like, get it replaced. For you. That was Ed Sheeran listening to RHD 1079 Life. Interesting conversation going on while that song was happening. And it reminded me of something else. But first, um, putting an egg in a dog's mouth, yep. they won't react is that what you're saying i've seen a video of one golden retriever who just like started eating the egg so really i just saw like there was like a bit of like a not trend but like people were like saying if you put like an egg in your dog's mouth they're just kind of like holding that only certain i don't know if it's only certain breeds but like golden retrievers typically like just hold it there i did it with my dog and she did it like i just like kind of put the egg in her mouth and she is it is it a a cooked egg? No, just like a raw, like a raw, raw egg. egg. Yeah, um, and she eats everything. So when I put it in her mouth and she just kind of held it, I was like shocked. And then I just kind of like she just spat it back out in my mouth. In I wonder my what's. Hand. I wonder what's. <laughs> I wonder what's going on with that. Is it just a kind of a weird? Oh, that's an unnatural shape. I don't know. <laughs> weird texture. Although I've seen. Um, those uh, videos that they were doing of uh, cats being terrified of cucumbers. Oh, yeah. I don't believe that. Is it cucumbers or zucchinis? I forget what it was. It's it's one of those things. I think it might be both. I'm scared of both. (laughs) You scared of both? I hate zucchini and I hate cucumber. I hate zucchini. I love them all. Zucchini's disgusting. It's like just a bad cucumber. Zucchini and aubergines are the two things that I will not eat. Well, I can see the similarity between the two. They're yeah. textually very similar. They're also kind of the same tone. Yeah, I was about to say, both dark colours. Yeah. The only way that I like it, and I did this on the weekend, I made, um, or was going down to like a, a park, you know, you know, like a park. Yeah. <laughs> They're like I have heard of one. grass, public areas, huh? <laughs> park. Possibly a playground. And we're going to use the barbecue and do like a barbecue thing. And I I was just, I had this weird thing where I went, I'm not doing sausage and bread this time. No, I'm not doing it. But for the very first time in all my life, I had this weird kind of almost biological reaction to the idea of doing it. So I thought, no, I'm going to like go completely off the rails, go to way too much trouble and make these gigantic shazlicks like you see in like, you know, like falafel shops, you know, the big long skewer things. I couldn't get any metal skewers, but I'm like so the big long skewery things and like marinated chicken overnight in this Greek thing that was delicious, by the way. And, um, and but you put like, if you, the, the point that I'm making is the best way to have Zucchini, and really the only way to do it is to like grill it on a barbecue, mm. 
and then it just goes really nice. You're not convinced? No. Uh, I if you grate it and put it in like, like a frittata or whatever. Like no, like pasta, and then it just kind of disappears. Yeah. Like, I can. I'm okay with that because it doesn't exist really. No. But I uh, yeah. Mm-mm. It's I like grating carrot into a, um, a bolognese so that yeah. kids will eat the veg. I think we should just universally ban zucchinis. Yeah. Disgusting things. Right. So is really it just zucchinis them. and aubergines? Are you are you guys one of these these like part of this anti coriander brigade? Oh yeah. I yeah. like I coriander. Coriander is disgusting. No, the no, worst thing. Okay, the world. one at a time, please, class. <laughs> <laughs> worst thing in the world. No, actually, no. It tastes like poison. It actually that olives. Coriander olives. Olives? like poison. They yeah. probably are poison. I think they are. You say no to coriander? No. No coriander. Never. But you say yes to coriander. I think coriander is amazing and parsley is the real problem. Parsley is the real problem. Parsley is... Yeah. I don't really remember what parsley tastes yeah. like. You know, it was parsley really sucks. funny because the other night I had um, some coriander in the fridge. I was making a curry and stuff. Yeah. And um, I cook a lot, by the way, in case no one's picked that up. Um, and I was chopping up the coriander. And so I literally went, coriander, people have such a problem with this. So I literally just took a handful and just ate a whole handful <laughs> of it. <laughs> what? And I ate it and I was like going, yeah, I don't get... I don't see what it is about this like aubergine zucchini i get that because it's so specific and the only thing that i probably won't eat will be pate because it's intense and liverwurst and stuff like that these that's a particular texture and that kind of mm. you know um sort of like you know diced raw kidney kind of taste Ooh. that oh, that's what i taste anyway when i taste that but like um but coriander to me it tastes like parsley that knows what it wants to be when it grows yeah. up you know? Yes, because I remember I used to get confused between them, and we were—I e- don't remember what I was eating, but I was like, "Mum, is this coriander or parsley?" Because I, everyone hates coriander, so I thought I didn't like coriander. But she's like, "No, no, no, this is coriander." I was like, "Oh, I like coriander," and I was like, "I hate parsley." Wait, a coriander and parsley not the same thing? They're no, not the same no, thing. No, 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 no. I don't like parsley, but then I don't know about coriander now. I'm confused. And if you go to like a Mexican restaurant, they call it something different. Yeah. It's a different name. What's it Cilantro. called? Again? Cilantro. Cilantro. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the Americans call it. Yeah. Anyway, that's all we've got time for. And you got to go anyway, Taya Stead. Um, Rachel Park, Taya Stead, Katie Panther. Thank you so much for coming in and being part of ArchD tonight. It's been wonderful. We are here every Wednesday night from nine, every Saturday night from ten. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music. We will see you again in a few days. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. See ya. California. Drive.